Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors. On this week's show, we have a jam-packed episode, so we hope you enjoy it. So sit back, relax, grab a cold beverage, and let's talk everything there is to know in Louisiana outdoors. This episode of Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors podcast is brought to you by Beaver Creek Game Calls. At Beaver Creek Game Calls, all of our calls are handcrafted and held up to the highest standards. Our goal is to provide a quality custom call that every hunter can afford. We strive every day with this goal in mind. We also take pride in our customer service because without you, we wouldn't be able to do what we love and that is to make quality custom hunting calls. All of our calls are proudly made in the USA. Visit us online at beavercreekgamecalls.com and let us build your next call. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors. As always, I'm your host, Jacob Robery, and guys, we are once again coming to y'all from the duck blind this morning. So it is a chilly, chilly Sunday morning here as we sit. Uh, Today we are January 23rd, guys, so we're in the home stretch of the Louisiana duck season here in Louisiana. And and I really enjoy bringing these these episodes to y'all. Uh, you know, kind of on the spot from the locations that we hunt. So hopefully you guys are enjoying it as well. That's something we started doing last year when we, uh, second part of the season. And, uh, I was really something that I had some good feedback on and everybody seemed to like. So it's a, uh, it's a little hard to do it in the studio. Once you get rolling second split and, and you're moving around and you're hunting with different people. So, uh, hopefully you guys are enjoying it like we are bringing it to you. But, uh, but today we, uh, we're on location and once again, we're here at, uh, Sherburn wildlife management area. We are at our camp this weekend again, hunting. And, uh, we've been here the last couple of weekends guys. So, uh, um, we've been chasing the wood ducks. We've been going after the wood ducks and whatever else we could, we could get, uh, but just trying to kind of enjoy the end of the season and wrap things up as we get ready to uh, wrap up another waterfowl season here in Louisiana. Um, now this morning, I'm excited to have a special guest on the show with us. It's a good friend of mine. Uh, he's part of the original, I guess you could say the original Last Stop Waterfowl crew. Plans. One of the OGs of the, of the group when we started hunting together. Uh, Mr. Casey Miet from Gonzales, Louisiana. And uh, and Jackson's on the show with us as always, so you guys are very familiar with Jackson. Say good morning, Jackson. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Well, guys, uh, we sit here on two very historic uh, cypress trees this morning for us, I guess, and for a lot of hunters. Hell yeah. For a lot of hunters. How do you think them things are? <laughs> Man, honestly, Casey, I don't know. They old. I can tell you what, if they could tell some stories, they would have some oh, stories yeah. to tell. There ain't no doubt about that. Probably good and bad. Good and bad. Uh, good and bad. Like I just recalled, I laughed. Me and uh, me and my old buddy Troy Fontenot, he he made me and Dustin, who's another friend of ours, mm-hmm. uh, we sat on this tree just like we're doing t- tonight, and we laughed a couple of years ago, and uh, and he told some stories, and he's a hell of a storyteller. So, but if they could tell some stories, they would have some stories to tell. There's been some ducks killed off of this tree. Oh yeah, in the past years. So years now this is our first time kind of getting in here uh this year this is our first time we actually hunt this specific hole and uh i think we hunted it once maybe last year me and jackson you mean you came last year one time hunted it slept in the truck the the night before first split or second split you know i don't know jack you remember that was 
first split? split? Yeah. Yeah, it was first split sometime around there. Yeah. And, uh, man, we came. We uh, Jackson said, Dad, I've never hunted that specific hole. He says, I want to hunt that hole at least once this year. And uh, we're talking about last season, of course. And we, uh, I said, well, I said, the way it is, that hole was the first hole taken every day whenever everybody lines up at the launch generally yeah. generally yeah, that's the first hole taken everybody wants it and i told him i said the only way we're gonna get that hole is if we go and sleep in our truck overnight in line and you remember that jackson we uh we left gonzalez and drove on over and i said okay man i'm 42 years old now i said dad ain't used to this no more <laughs> but i'm gonna do it because you want to do it and i wanted him to you used to sleep in that bed. <laughs> I used to, yeah. We were just talking about that. How you know, you said you starting to feel it a lot more at age. How old now? Thirty-two. Thirty-two, 32 years old. Man. I'm forty-two years old. And I told, I told you. I said, trust me, 40, 40. is the magic number I've experienced. <laughs> it uh, it starts, it starts changing dramatically. And you told me, you said, I'm surprised you still doing it at forty-two it's, public land grinding. Yeah. As many days as y'all went this year. How many days do you think y'all went? <sighs> oh man, I'd have to look back, but. Every day that we could hunt, we hunted. Yeah. We didn't stay home I'm hardly a single day this year. We we have to be case. Yeah. I'd have to look back at it, but yeah, looking at the numbers, there's a sixty day season. So I mean, we probably hunted twenty five of those yeah, days. Solid. You know, somewhere in yeah. that ballpark. But uh, it's a. Uh, I, like I told you, I said if I stop doing it, that's when I'm probably not going to uh-huh. start again. Yeah, if I, if I would stop, but yeah. man, it's just uh, it's. I don't still know, fun. man. It's, fun. it's fun. It's a passion. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we like meeting new people, and that's yeah. the great thing about hunting public, man. You know, you you did it for oh, years. Yeah. We did, did it together. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you still got to like it coming out here in 22-degree weather. You do, man. Staying we are in water. <laughs> yeah, and, and for those of you who aren't from Louisiana, it's hard for you to probably understand, but we we talking about cold weather this morning. We sitting here right around 22 degrees this morning. And for and Louisiana. And ice on the water. Ice on the that. water. We were breaking ice with the boat coming in this morning. So uh, that's cold, man. For some Louisiana boys, that is some cold cold weather for Definitely us. Definitely not used to it. I'd, I'd say probably 35 is normal. If you get cold. A you cold know, day, yeah. you get yeah. the 20s, it's not, we're not, I'm not used to that. Yeah, you know? yep. And this morning, uh, this is the first hunt. You know, we've been here. This is the third week in a row, I believe, or maybe this this might be the fourth week that we uh, we hunt here. <clears throat> and uh, we, I was telling you yesterday, I said we haven't really caught a day yet sun. with sunshine in the timber. You yeah. know, so yep. you know, is it going to translate to anything? We're going to have a sunny day today. You're looking up above through this beautiful cypress tree right now, big and it's moon. a big old moon outside. We can see the stars. I mean, it's an absolutely beautiful morning, uh, you know, it's going to be today. So, who knows, man? I don't know what to expect. It's You know, it seems like these big fronts, Casey, that mm-hmm. came through lately, it, it, they really ain't brought a ton of birds in, uh, yeah. at least into the timber they haven't, you know. Um, well, I know you said this year y'all y'all killed more than y'all had in the previous years. You find it's, it's been changing? It, it's been a good year for us. Yeah. Uh, I can't complain about it. Y'all uh, had a lot of fronts or more just midday, just kind of? Well, you know, uh, like we're going back to what we talked about, whenever you work, <laughs> yeah, you can hunt choose. when you hunt, you, you hunt know, when you hunt, you hunt yeah. when you could have the opportunity to hunt. Right. And, and we didn't miss an opportunity this year to hunt when we could. Mm-hmm. Um, but, we, yeah, we always try to hunt the fronts if we can. Yeah, that's always yeah. something we're trying to do, um, you know, which that's what we tried to focus on. 
But I, like I've talked about on the show before is I find nowadays it's changed in the ways that, uh, you know, we used to always want a big cold front right, like, yep. we, like we do in this morning yep. that we get. And, you know, last three weekends we've had fronts every weekend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, back in the day when we hunted, you know, public land here in Louisiana, it would, man, these big fronts would hit, and that's when you had the burst show oh, yeah. you know. Yep. And now it, it seems to be almost the opposite. It seems like it's pushing a lot of the birds out now. You, you know, it's funny you say that. You know, I always noticed, too, like like when we first started hunting, you know, way back when, the birds would always show right before the front. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'll catch a little bit on the backside of the front as the squall line's coming through. But you, you did say something when we was actually riding up here. You find a south wind. South wind, Has man. been the ticket. That and, has uh, been. And I seen that actually probably about two or three years ago. We went on a guided hunt up in um, Catahoula. Yeah. You know, and it was south wind blowing in the rice field. And, man, that was probably one of my better hunts I've ever had. And the guide said, you know, they kill better on south winds now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's changing. It, it really is. is changing. It's changed. Uh, I don't know what the situation is or why it's changed, but it's definitely changed. And that, and there's a lot that's changed with waterfowl yeah. hunting, you know. Yep. And we talk about that, and that's always mm-hmm. a hot topic for all all duck hunters, you know, especially in the south. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, those those south wind warm days is tends to be when the birds move in. It seems like I know. Yeah. You know, like in the first split, we stayed in the marshes for the most part, you know. And you got those those good south wind days, you know, southwest wind. 15 mile an hour winds to push them around. And, yeah. man, they got those birds up and moving. Yeah. We were seeing new birds come in, you know. And yeah. then, then you know, we hit December, and we had a, the warmest December on record. Uh, you know, yeah. our we second was in warmest. shorts and T-shirts Christmas. That's right. <laughs> it was the second warmest December uh, on record. And uh, it changed. It slowed things down. You know, we were still killing a few birds, but it wasn't nearly what we had seen before yeah. at that. That, that warm front hit so it's it's kind of crazy man it's like nowadays it's like it's a fine line on what you you know the weather yeah. w- whether or not they show up or they don't show up but uh but oh. this place like i mentioned man it's been pretty historic to us it means a lot to us standing on these trees uh, man i could remember uh these two specific cypress trees we hunted on this morning guys i, I this is something that i hunted years ago uh, and as a group, when we got together and started hunting, man, yeah. um, we hunted this spot. It's been traditionally very good to us over the years. Mm-hmm. So it's a, uh, but we were both saying this morning how it's changed. This whole has changed a lot looking uh-huh. at it, you know? Like you were saying earlier, those button willows, they, it's almost like it's, uh, I don't know if wildlife and fisheries managed or did something, you know, you know, it's like maybe like, it was like probably like three or four years ago, it just changed. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like a lot of holes started kind of opening up. Yep. You yep. know, I don't know. I used to hear they, oh, it came in and sprayed and this and that, and they did some stuff. I don't know if that's true or not, but you can definitely tell it's, cha- it's you know, it's changed. It's changed yeah. For sure. Something's changed. I think Mother Nature's had a lot to do with this specific hurricanes area. And stuff, you, know, you know, we had a big storm. We had a couple of hurricanes come through last year or year before. And, uh, you know, I think that has something to do with it because this hole, yeah. looking at it right now with the moonlight, it uh, it sure looks like it's a lot bigger than it used to be as far as open, wide open, you know. Yeah. And yeah. uh, and that's really not the case in most of the reserves because most of the reserves, you know, they're clogging up with, with grass and all that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, Sylvania and uh, so, Floton. Yeah. Well, what's some of the man going back to our history hunting together? And I know this is our first time we get to hunt together this year. We try to make it once a at year least at least. Once. At least once. Usually it's an opening weekend, a second, second split. split. That's second usually split. our kind of tradition. Speaking of that, y'all go to Marksville this year? We did not, man. That's the first year we did not go to Spring Bayou in a long time. Yeah. Mr. David did pretty good this year. Yeah, they they struggling up in struggling. Marksville this year. Yeah, they are, man. Yeah. They uh they're not killing the birds that they've killed traditionally over the years. Yeah. Uh, you know, Spring Bayou for those of you who hunt 
know, that area, it's been, it's been a rough season for the most part, you know. Right, yeah. But uh, he's still, I mean, he's still grinding it out. They're killing birds and, uh, you know, killing some birds. They're yeah. just not killing limits of birds, yeah. you know. But uh, but it's been a tough season overall for him. But, uh, you know, that's just the way it is in, yeah. in, in a lot of areas. You're going to have some good years. You're going to have some bad ones. Yep, and it's funny how it changes from year to year. But it's all about the experience, man. Like I oh, said, yeah. People always ask me, they're like, man, uh, you know, like you were saying, you're getting older now. You said you still enjoy it. Yeah, man, I do. I do. It's about the experience. It's about doing what we're doing here, talking, having conversations in the blonde. And, man, that's that's what keeps me dry, you know, keeps me driven and going. Mm -hmm. And then now with my son's coming up, man, you know, they, I mean, Jackson's, (laughs) yeah, he's growing like a weed. Jackson's about to turn 13, guys. I have a teenager in the house this coming week. Uh, his birthday is next weekend, the last day of the season. We are going to be hunting together, and then he's going to be turning 13. So uh, yeah, He's almost that time when he's going to start driving the boat. And, oh, he's full uh-huh. of piss and vinegar right uh-huh. now uh-huh. at that age, man. He's, uh-huh. he's, he's full. He's going to be driving daddy around soon. I, I cannot <laughs> wait for the day he can start driving that, uh, that, that boat, and I could sleep on the way home, and I could be snoring and oh, do yeah. all that type of stuff. Oh, and, yeah. It ain't going to be long. Man, I said, you could take me and you could drive. But uh, <laughs> he said, Dad, I don't know if I could handle that 35 long tail too well. He said, uh, he needs a little bit more protein in his system, I think, to start driving that thing. So Start him off down a New River Canal, just straight shots. Yeah. Get your, get your feel and bearings. That's right. You. That's exactly right, man. <clears throat> get, him, get him accustomed to driving it. So. Yep. But, man, what Casey, what's some of the stories, the, the memories you have from hunting from this area, this specific area that this we hunted? This one specifically, if I remember correctly. Uh, we have some stories. I know that. Yeah, this one, this particular hole, I can't remember. I want to say if you look back to our behind us here and i don't know if you know it's not but it's a wood duck roost hole back there okay and uh we i come, did know that actually yeah we came back here one day and man we thought we hit the mother this is one of the first times we come back here uh-huh. and man we were sitting because we were like i'll never forget we pulled up in here and we're like man where the hell are we gonna hunt at because we didn't know there's two trees were right here you know what i'm saying so yeah we, we over here driving around running around and i said man that dustin I, I think dustin was uh when he just got his boat he said let's just pull up by this tree right here and uh, sure enough, you know, by daybreak, I mean, it sounded like they had thousands really? of wood. I mean, just literally about, probably about 50 yards. Squealing. Squealing. I mean, dude, hundreds. hundreds. And all of a sudden, I think oh, a teal come in, we shot and folded it. And I mean, look, the, the clouds slipped with just wood ducks. Really? I said, man, we don't find a roost. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's, um, you know, like I said, I think y'all had came in here with Holly that one time. Yeah, we did. Y'all we had did, a, y'all good had a hunt. solid hunting here. Uh, we did. Yeah, you know, I was telling you, I looked back a while ago at the dates that we that we were. Yeah. You know, we always kind of tracked that, which is kind of why we started the whole last stop waterfowl thing, was to kind of document, you know, and mm-hmm. and share our experiences from year Speaking to year. Which, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna throw anybody on the bus, but who came up with that name? Last stop waterfowl. Yeah. That was actually me. It was you. It was me. I thought Lee had came up with it. Ah, uh-uh. oh, no, okay. I don't think so. Uh, he may, now he may have helped or something, but I, I think we was trying to put it together. We may know. have, we may have. I mean, we sat down and talked, and I was like, "Man, he said, that's a good idea." I was like, and then uh, remember Troy had made the logo he put on his truck. He, well, yeah, he as far as the original logo we yeah, had, the, yeah, 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 he uh, we had I had made the logo, and then he asked, he was the first one. He was like, "Man, I want to get a decal made of it." So we yes. sent it over yes. to the to yes. the shop and oh, yeah. had all that made. And he was the first one to put one on the truck. Okay, yeah. and then uh, came out pretty damn good. It like did. It did. It was a, it was a good. It was a generic man. It was one of them deals where you get on a get on the computer and you you copy and paste and you know kind of create your yeah. logo. 
type deal, which it was a duck. You know, it was basically a, a diver duck, the original logo we had. Yeah. And uh, with the feet down coming in, now you look at all these little, uh, all these companies like us that start up. And uh, everybody kind of, after a while, I was looking, they all had the same duck with a different yeah, name. Yeah, you Google a duck head and then all of a sudden. Yeah, so I was like, okay, well, we got to change this yeah, up if we're going to kind of. You know what? You, you may be right, Jake. I thought we I thought we sat around one day and was like, man, because we wanted to kind of start our own duck hunting deal. It may have been, Casey. And he's like, man, we're about last time waterfowl. Because we might have all sat around one day at the camp and talked yeah, about it. Yeah, it may have been, man. I really don't recall how. I just remember. How uh, I got started. Yeah, and then, and then starting to put the name on social media, that type yeah. of stuff. And, yeah. and the thinking behind it was, uh, you know, last stop waterfowl because, hey, we're here in Louisiana. Yeah, we're the last migration. stop in the migration typically for most waterfowl in the United States. And uh, and, and we're the last stop. So that's kind of how that all came yeah. up, man. It was, you know, kind of, we've been doing it now. I mean, hell, we started the. The original Facebook page, that's in like 15, 15. 2015 or 16. Yeah. And, uh, and it just kind of went from there. And then eventually I got into the podcasting side and yeah, uh, started doing a podcast. Man, before podcast, everybody really knew what podcasts were. I, I had no clue. Yeah. I just was like, hey, man, that's cool. It's, I could have my own you know, radio show, kind of talk about waterfowl, yeah. meet other people. And I thought that was just a cool concept, you know, and share some of our experiences with and other people. And you've beaten a lot of people along the way, I, I, I take it. Man, we have. We, we, we've we met so many cool people. A lot of friends have become, mm -hmm. uh, you know, people, acquaintances of ours that we've met through the podcast, through the, now we're doing the YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's been phenomenal, man. A lot of support we've got. Um, it's good. It's good. And look, we do it. You definitely we, ran with we it. We don't make, you know, it's not like you're making money off no, of it to no, support no. your yeah, family. Yeah, you're not here to do that. Yeah. We just do it with the passion. Now, I would love to turn it into that eventually. Yeah. I mean, hell, if I could quit my job, my nine to five job, and and hunt full time, or you know, be in this industry, you know, yeah. I, some I would love to do eventually. You, you notice too. I mean, we were just actually talking about. I mean, look at your right there, your bag. Technology's changed technology's you definitely know, it's, changed. Uh, it's changed the game from mud motors to, to equipment to clothing everything you know some of them guys that's taken certain brands in the last five years because it's almost like there's been a big boom yeah in duck hunting and there's more people duck hunting now than there's ever been yep so therefore you know there's more opportunities for business opportunities yeah you know? there definitely is it's, uh, That's it's, why you see all these people with social media pages that, yeah. that at young ages, man. You see it at young ages. You know, a lot of these people are, are breaking into the industry, and they, they take an idea or a concept, and they run with it. Yep. And, man, they, they turn it into a profession, you know. it's a free. It starts out as a freelance deal, kind of like we do. And then next thing you know, it becomes a it's a business where they, they generate an income um, and all that type of stuff. I'll you tell know? you one thing, if I had to – the time and the, the money and the, the background i love to do a god service yeah if i you know that's i know that's work and, and i know i know them guys that do that's it. that's a tough life that's man. a tough life but man i think that would be <coughs> a, you know a fun gig to do yeah you know yeah that would be because you meet a lot of new people that way yeah um you're always on the water chasing you know you know what's going on you're working you're getting your fields ready you're getting your dogs prepped you know and yeah and that was really an eye-opener for me whenever we went um on that guy that hunt that one I killed that pintail I told you about, and just watching the dog work blew my mind because that was really my first time seeing a true dog. Yeah. Like, man, I mean, that little we had one, of, uh, I think it was a speck or, or you know, one of those little goose, I can't remember which one it was. I mean, that's we shot it and it kind of went about 
three fields over the next parish line, and that dog went there and chased it. That's amazing, man. When you have a good dog, you see work. That, it's, oh, it's really something. Oh, man. That's I told amazing. him, I said, that's worth me paying the money just watching the dog work. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true, you know. And, and we don't hunt with a dog. Jackson's no. been after me. He's like, Dad, we need to get another lab, you know, and so on <laughs> and so forth. But And, and, and really, I, we probably do. As much as we waterfowl hunt, you know, in public land especially, it would be beneficial to us, you know, to do it. But when you hunt with a buddy who has a dog and it's trained right, oh man, it's something Game special changer. to watch. Game man. It is, it is. You know, just from a from a conservation standpoint, as far as you know, you know, recovering, you know, crippled birds, yeah, birds that you may not recover if you don't have a dog. You know, you're losing, you know, uh, uh, you know that that bird's losing its life, and it's not recovered, so it goes to waste. You know, yeah. and and just yeah. from that standpoint. From a conservation standpoint, it's an awesome thing, yeah. you know, much less. Because it's a lot of work to just take your blind down, go chasing one little duck when you got, you know, especially if you got other ducks coming in, it's hard to just pick up and go. That's right. You know. That's right. You know, especially yeah. when you're public land hunting and you're moving around all the time. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yep. But, uh, but yeah, man, but, you know, kind of going back to this area, as far as the reserve, what what's some of the stories, man, that you could think of times that we had uh, that were good on, on this specific reserve? Oh. Man, we I, were talking about a, a, a mallet kill that you had yeah, I years ago. Yeah, I was about to ago. say that, actually. I know Dustin don't want to talk about it too much, but uh, <laughs> we uh, we was on the other side of the management area, and I wanted, did we kill another couple of birds that day, if I remember It was correctly? slow. I know that. It was that. a little slow It was day. slow. I, I never forget. We may that's, have. That's something I never forget. I, I kind of looked to my left, and, you know, Dustin, he's on his phone. I, I think you, like, you was a little tired. You kind of had your head down. But, <laughs> man, I, I, I never forget. Just something told me to look up. And sure enough, that's her come out the corner. He come down the cut too. Uh, I see it in the slow motion. I can oh, remember I mean, it well. He looked like like I, like I was telling you that sucker. That's probably one of the biggest mallets I ever seen. He must have come off the golf course. Yeah. You know. <laughs> or out of False River. Yeah, he, made a, <laughs> he migrated from False somebody's River. Somebody's pet that been feeding him bread. You know, he must have made a wrong turn somewhere, and he come down that cut. And man, he just. Uh, I remember I was so excited. You know, I, I rushed my first shot, and then the second one, it was done. I, all, all I remember is that bird coming in from the right hand side, and and when I looked up, I was like, okay, well, I'm not gonna jump up in front of you. You had already got up. Yeah. And it, it to me, in my memory, that old Winchester you shot him with. I still got that old sucker too. That's what we're shooting this that's morning. That's what we're shooting this morning. I I, it, out. The barrel was so goddamn long on that thing that I thought you hit him by swatting him. <laughs> you know, I thought that's how you knocked him down. That's oh, what it yeah. seems like to me. But that old that old Winchester was that a model what? Eleven 1100 Winchester. It's got a thirty. It's got a thirty inch barrel, so it's long. Oh my God! That thing reached out and folded that mallet, man. And uh, I just looking back at it, I I should have got it mounted. I probably won't see one that big again in a while. It's, it was an older. You you, you explained to me. Um, I want to say you can tell how old they are by the feathers. The feathers and the feet. The feet, yeah. The feet. And you were telling me he the was The texture, old. the he feet, kind of the way yeah. it looks. Yeah, you can tell he, that. He definitely been around the block. Yeah, he's <clears> made <throat> a few migrations, that one probably. Yeah. But what was funny about that story even is that we laughed at Dustin, our buddy who was with us, because <laughs> Dustin was playing Candy Crush. I remember <laughs> that. And he wasn't paying attention. And, and he went, when he, we said Mallard, 
He went to fumbling that phone, almost dropped it in the water, <laughs> trying to shoot, and popped off a couple of shots. I think he did. He even shoot? I think he. Uh, or he didn't he shoot shot after it was falling. He, he may have. <laughs> he may have. I don't even know if he got shots off, but he went to fumbling, and that phone flew up in the air and almost out the boat. I remember that. Yeah. And uh, and, and we laughed about that. We still laugh about that. But that was a that was a really good hunt. I, I'll tell you another one. Too. I say as far as that memory. Yeah, goes. that memory goes. I tell you what, probably my. Uh, Aside from, um, you know, that year we were talking about in 16, when yeah. we all hunted. Matter of fact, we brought my boat and Dustin's boat when Holly was with us that time. I think the weather got bad that Saturday, but that Sunday we had a good hunt. That was opening day? Yeah, it was opening weekend. Opening weekend. But that was a pretty good one. I think we, uh, I think I still got pictures on my phone. I mean, we, we shot limits that day. Um, yeah, that but, was a good trip. Yeah, it was a good one. And then um, prior to that, I want to say it might have been like 12 or 13. Dustin had, I mean, uh, we was always, like I was saying, we always did the nature trail, and we'd walk and walk, and, you know, you get tired of fighting that, and I think Dustin had ended up getting a little money, and he got his first, uh, I don't know, it was like a long tail or surface drive or something. He had a Honda long tail. A long tail, yeah. yeah. And then he got ended up getting a surface drive like two or three months after that, and um, he said, man, he said, let's go hunt, because we used to see people riding down nature trail and going to 14A. Yeah. And I used to hear gunshots like crazy back there, and I said, man. So I just happened to look on the map one day. I said, that does a big hole back there. Or I was talking to Lee or somebody, and, you know, that following year, he ended up, uh, he goes, man, we're going we're gonna to go hunt an opening weekend. I said, all right. So, you know, we got there at, you know, 12, 1 o'clock, you know, and, um, you know, at the time, we didn't know any better. We would go to launch at 4 o'clock, but you couldn't launch your boat till 4 o'clock. Which, you know, well, that's a whole other story in itself. <laughs> you know, uh, we'll yeah. talk about that another day. Uh, but, I'll uh, probably get a ticket from just hunting with you. Yeah, today. probably. You are, you are a known criminal in the uh, yeah, Louisiana the, Department of Wildlife Fisheries. They got uh, me and Dustin's face on the uh, poster on their uh, check-in <laughs> Most stations. wanted. Most wanted. Uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, and it was crazy was we got out there, and we were like, man, they had a bunch of trucks out there. Yeah. So somebody had got there, I mean, early. They left early. They were probably sleeping the whole, you know. Yeah. We didn't know any better time, so, man, we, we launched at four, man, we – it was me, uh, me, Lee, and Dustin. Man, we all, you know, we got to 14A, and Dustin didn't really know where he was going. So I think we ended up getting stuck two or three times because we went the wrong way, and we ended up getting to the hole. And come to find out, man, somebody shined that light. Mm-hmm. This is a story. I, I'm not. I'll take this to the grave. And uh, right when we seen that light, you know, Dustin tried to turn around, and he must have hit a log or something and snapped the belt on his motor. Oh wow! So uh, he goes, well. I can't go nowhere. So we end up uh, paddling to them guys and we're like, hey, man, y'all mind if we hunt with y'all? You know, we just try to I salvage the I hunt. Can't, I can't go nowhere. You know, they said, y'all got to tow us back. And then, you know, at first they were kind of, y'all, you know, get out of here, you know. But you know, then, it, you know, after we kind of started talking to them, and I, I remember one of the guys' name was Bo, and the other guy, I think his name was Leroy. And, um, there's got to be a good old boy oh, yeah. named oh, yeah. Leroy. They from, they from Karen Crow area. You <laughs> yeah, know, you know, man. So they, they knew better. So, Some man, fellow coon asses. Oh, yeah. So, uh, they said, man, after we got to talking with them, you know, we told them where we were from. You know, we kind of, it was kind of like we kind of no- nosed the boats up to where we kind of can all hunt, you yeah. know. and um, Make one blind. And uh, that was when we was in 14A. And I told Lee, I said, man, look at that spread out there. I mean, dude, he had the whole hole. I mean, you know how big 14A is. Yeah. Because he must have had 100 decoys in there. Really? Dude, I mean, tons of them. I'm like, man, not man, much I, for the birds to land. Oh, there ain't no way. I said, there ain't no way ducks are going in here. Yeah. So uh, the morning kicked off, man, dude. It was unbelievable. Duck after duck after duck, and they were folding. Really? It was so, it was so, it was, matter of fact, it was so crazy, Jacob. We shoot at some ducks, 
they get up and make a loop and come right back in the hole. They wanted back on it. They wanted back on that hole. They were on y'all were just on the X that morning. That was that's the true definition of the X. Now what was the weather like that morning? You remember? Because uh, we were talking about how it's changed over the years. It was, was it cold. cold. It was cold. I wouldn't say like extremely cold like like today. Yeah. I, I, I'd say probably about your mid thirties. Yeah. You know, a little bit of wind. It's cold. It was a cold morning. Sun came out. Um, I mean, shit, we had a five. We probably, well. At the time, they had that float tall in there still. Uh-huh. So there were some birds that got away from us that we couldn't, we tried to get, you know. But I mean, shit, we probably had a five man limit by eight, eight, eight thirty. Oh, that's great, man! And, and that and what that year was, my, was that around? That was in, I want to say, it was he like twelve or thirteen? I have to see. I think I, Dustin still got pictures on his phone that yeah. he sent me a while back. But yeah, you know, and come to find out, man, them guys actually we end up hunting with them the next couple of years, and then that was before fifteen and sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, matter of fact, that guy actually did work on Dustin's boat to paint his boat. Uh, okay. The stencil on it. He actually did some work for him. So, you know, just by accident, you know, we met some guys that, you know. Ended up sit, being some butters. Being some butters, yeah, yeah. Doing a little business Yeah, he talked him. to Dustin, and Dustin, all, you know, we always hunted a few times. You know, I don't know what, you know, what's going on with them now, but, you know, just kind of like just by mistake, you know. And yeah. Matter of fact, to that day is still the reason why I come out here. Really? Oh, yeah. Because of that hunt. That hunt right That's there. what you remember. I remember that hunt. We killed mallards, wood ducks. I mean, you, I teal. Isn't that amazing how that one hunt can make you just, you know, continue I, to come all I, these I'll years? I'll be honest with you. Like like I said, we first started off doing the nature trail, and I'm like, man, I'm like, nice. Which was a walk-in It's hole. a walk-in For those of the guys listening yeah. who don't know what yeah. it is, you it's know a walk-in I mean, And, you, and you, you're walking probably, what, a good solid three-quarters of a mile. <laughs> yeah, you were just talking about that yeah. a while ago. You said. I said, man, we were there squirrel hunting. I couldn't even walk it now. I'm a guy out of breath. <laughs> I don't know how we used to run it with decoys, gun bags, buckets. You know, it's but, called uh, being in shape. It's being in shape, yeah. <laughs> and the, the, the food don't caught up with me over the years. Too many uh, honey buns and Vienna uh, <laughs> sausages and, <laughs> and all that other crap we eat during duck but season. But, yeah, like, I mean, prior to that, though, Jake, I, was, I, told, I told Lee, I said, man, I said, stuff for the birds, you know. I said, I'm going to go do something else. And it just so happened after that hunt, man, it's like a light switch. Yeah. It's like it's, it, uh, it's like fuel, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like rocket fuel yeah. for, like, man, I, I got to do this. Yeah, you know? oh, yeah. And I want to say, you know, after that, we had some decent hunts. Like I said, this is before 15 and 16. And uh, I noticed pretty much after about 15 and 16, I hear it changed. Yeah. I mean, that's just my experience. I mean, like I said, we, we could be hunting. No, I agree with you. I you agree. Know, there's still boys out here kill. You know, I just noticed that the, the duck uh, migration has changed over here, you know. it ha- Well, yeah, it had the conditions have changed a lot. Conditions have changed. You know, as far yeah. as the way to, it looks, the reserve, that type of stuff. Uh, and that's the biggest thing. You know, like the whole end this morning, um, you know, you come in here – um, at certain times of the year, and it's—I mean, it don't even. There's no open water whatsoever. You can't even ride back. You here, can't right? ride back here hardly. It's a shallow flat, you know. But you look at it that now, moment. and we got you know blacks. This that beautiful black water, and looking back at 15 and 16 when we had those years where we were really killing mallards back in this area, um, you know, you look at the pictures and it's this beautiful black water that yep. we see this morning, you yep. know. So it, it's just. You know, hopefully, you would hope, you know, some of that history repeats itself. Yeah. But that's not always the case, you no, know. No, no, so. no. I mean, yeah, I mean, I like for us to shoot all as many birds as we can, but it's also the reality, too, is you might not even see a duck. You might not see a duck. Yeah. That's right. That's always that reality. That's how know? it is. Now, we we kind of had a change in plans this morning because we were planning on going way back in the timber, yeah. getting on those wood ducks pretty good this morning, and we ended up pulling up in line this morning, and we know, we first in line. It's funny, I remember I was saying, I said, usually, and that's something else, a trend I've noticed, too, a lot of the boys out here, when it gets this last two weeks, yeah, you can pick where you want. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's it's a grind. It really, it's the grind. It's, it's a grind. It's, it's a grind. Of it's kind of who holds out the longest to to yeah. you know. And uh, but look, at the end of the day, you can't blame a guy that, that's you know maybe new to the area, don't know it as well as we have much experience as we have here. And then he comes here, makes a couple of hunts, and he scratches and he freezes his ass off. He had enough. Well, guess what? He ain't coming back. No. That guy, yeah, and you can't blame him, man. That's a smart guy, probably. Yeah. You know? Hindsight's twenty twenty. you know? Hindsight's twenty twenty. I'm trying to warm up. <laughs> Jackson's over there. He's freezing his titons right. off. You okay? You warm this morning? Well, good, good. You got enough clothes. Yeah, to get then. the blood pumping here to get up. That's right. We got the heater in here with us, hanging on the tree if we need it. Uh, but we might not even have to crank it up. But we're about man. You could already see in this hole right now. We can see the edge of the trees. I don't think there's a cloud in the sky. There's not a cloud in the sky today. It's stars up top, bright moon, and uh, and hopefully we hear a few birds here flying early. So, but yeah, I'd say Jacob, that was probably my best memory. Um, there's been, like I said, some other hunts here and there. You know, I've, I've had a hunt where me and Lee, you know, where, um, gosh, I don't know, I don't know what we used to call it. But say you go on the backside of the nature trail mm-hmm. and they got, you know, you kind of go through the little, I don't know what we call it, the little, little pocket of brush, right? You got to go through yeah. getting in there. Yeah. They got a little hole to your left and then you keep going, you make a little turn, there's another little hole. Yeah. And then you can go back to like where we were talking about going uh, today, but uh, we actually walked in that uh, middle part. One time when the water was a little lower, one uh-huh. time and uh, did well. Did well. We we waited out. We had to wait till almost two o'clock. Really? Yeah. yeah we just a late fixing, hunt. Yeah, we was fixing the because we always said, man, we used to hear stories from all, uh, them guys. Man, you got to stay at eleven. Them, them big ducks don't start moving until eleven, twelve o'clock. We stink ourselves. <laughs> man, them guys full of shit. You know, I'm sorry, Jackson. No, no, you know Jack, I mean? it makes me laugh because I'm thinking of a story Jackson <laughs> oh, has, God. and yeah. uh, this guy in Marksville last year we were hunting and he's, I mean. We're at Spring Bayou, and uh, and you might have even been with us, Casey. You came last year with us to Spring Bayou? Yeah, I went, we went to uh, second split. When I caught that bass that morning? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My long tail, yeah. I hit something, boom. Yeah, he and, jumped uh, in the boat. And he jumps up out the boat and hits me and falls on the floor, and it's a bass, man. My, I caught, about, about good size yeah, little bass, yeah. Nice little Got him on a long tail. Yeah. But they, they had this coon-ass guy, man. I, I mean, more voice. more coon-ass than us. I'll do the voice. Oh, come right here and, and, and do it. He uh he tells Jackson he says oh how long y'all hunted for, and and Jackson told him and he, and what he told you Jackson Jackson does an, imper- an impression of how he did it, how, how he how, what he told you whenever he uh, told you that. He's well whenever we started talking about the mallards and stuff he said, from eleven to two the mallards just piling. <laughs> eleven to two. <laughs> the way he said it he said from eleven to two. The mileage just piling, and Jackson started laughing. He was rolling, and we get in the truck, and he he does mad. He says, "Did you hear that man talk?" He said, "I said yeah, I said yeah, I said that's my people, man. That's, that's my where people. I, exactly. I grew up at." Yeah, and uh, he started laughing. So we'll be at home on uh, like watching a football game, and here comes Jackson out of nowhere from eleven to two. The mileage piling, he does it. <laughs> And, and we always laugh. That's an ongoing joke that we laugh about. But it's a uh, pretty good, pretty good. But yeah, I mean, that was one of the days you just had to stay in the bar. Yeah, we said, yeah. man, we said, you know what? We walked out here. I said, we just gonna do it just to do it. We got nothing to do. We know. Yeah. So we uh we ended up staying. It was like late, man. Just a it's if I remember correctly, it was like a group of grays out of nowhere. Yeah. Twenty of them. They just said we're going in this hole, and we just happened to be hiding in there, and it was tucked in that uh shawl. I, no, I call it. Shawgrass is green in there. We yeah, just kind of yeah. tucked in there and never seen us. Really? 
Oh man, it turned from a. I don't think we had a bird until oh. they came in. Oh, I'll be down. You yeah. know, so I've seen it to where you know you. you I'm not saying you gotta stay late every time. You know, but uh, there is that theory. If you stay a little later, oh, you, yeah. you get rewarded. Some days it works. You know, I'd say majority of the time. We, we always think that, and you hear them stores, and it's burned us probably more than not. Yeah, but at 9 o'clock, ain't nothing moving. Let's, let's hit the house. You'll you know? get them special days. Like this hole specifically right here, we stayed late in this hole before, and we had birds that were yeah. here late. Yeah. Uh, you know? And and I know the guys, a lot of these guys that hunt this hole that we in this morning, they uh they don't hang out, like, later. You know, they'll they'll get out of here. You'll hear them crank up and yeah. picking up decoys and stuff. They get real irritable with it, but – you know, I think as you get older and you get more experience, you kind of you kind of notice that you know it can pay key, off. You know what the key is to all that? Get sleep. Sleep. Yep. There ain't no doubt about that. It's usually by if you don't get, you come out here on no sleep. Man, we used to do nine, it with no nine, sleep. Nine o'clock, eight o'clock. Man, hey, let's let's take it to the house. That's know? it. I mean, all the energy drinks in the world and all that and stuff. Enough. Hey, we were able to make it through the hunts, but whenever we get home, man, you couldn't have a, a family life. You'd crash. Oh, yeah. You know, or you didn't have much life to go out if you were single, do stuff like that. That's and that's another thing too, is to make back to back hunts like that. Yeah. Literally, all you do is you get home and you, know, you get your little grub in, take your shower, and you, you passed out. You passed out. That's it, yeah. man. You know, there was a time a few years ago. I noticed. I told my wife. I said, "Man, I said, you know, I'd come home and I was, I was dead. Oh, dead you know, I, I couldn't function hardly." And I told her, I said, the only way I can continue to do this as I'm getting older is I says, I gotta, I gotta get to bed at a good, at a good time. And we do it. And, and I've taught Jackson that. I said, hey, even him, you know, I noticed that if he don't go to bed, he's he's struggling to hunt that next day. Yeah. So we uh we try to do our best to get to bed. Like last night, we were tucked into the camp at seven thirty. Yeah. And we were watching you. the football games on TV. But uh, you know, we we got to bed early. Yeah. And this morning, we were ready to go. You know. So and even if you feel we, good, you know, you feel good. And if you don't have a good hunt or you do have a good hunt, at the end of the day, you, not you're not you're not just wore out. Yeah. You know? Like so, I was saying earlier, the only thing we're missing is a little bit of sausage and biscuits, man. We uh, this would be the ice usually cream. I treat I treat my guests <laughs> like that. To, uh, we we'll do some cooking. Nah, we're good. We we're into good. the season today, so you have to set set up for a star crunch and a fudge round or hey. something <laughs> this morning. Take what we can get, whatever you could get. So <laughs> we we feel like we're been, pretty brushed y'all been up. Doing some cooking at the camp. Not a whole lot, man. Yeah. You know, it's been me and Jackson a lot this year. Yeah. Uh, we haven't been hunting with any big groups of people, you know, because yeah. most of our groups have broke up. We all got our own families. And yeah, stuff, I get it. Own get things. It. And uh, a lot of times, man, like when we hunt, we putting in scouting time after we hunt. Yeah. So we'll go, we'll pick up something. And uh, now if we get a group of guys to come into camp, then, yeah, we love yeah. to cook and enjoy. Yeah, it's actually pretty crazy. Uh, the last three or four weekends I've had something going on every weekend. Yeah. This is like the first weekend I've actually, when you text me, I'm like, I said, I ain't got nothing going on. I said, I'm going to make it happen. Well, that's good, man. You we just had a good time. It, it happened, happened to be, the, we uh, we worked it out. I was yeah. I was sitting at work, and I said, you know what? I need, a, I need to try to make an effort to call a couple of guys at the end of the season that we don't get together much. Yeah. And last week we had Troy, Troy come yeah, in with Troy. us. He hunted with us last weekend. And uh, and we had a blast. And I said, I, I was thinking about it. I said, let me call you, Casey. Let me pick up the phone call Casey and see if he could come on a hunt before the end of the good season. Good too. Very good timing. Well, good, man. I'm glad. I'm glad to have you with us. I'll be honest with I you. Appreciate I appreciate it. I enjoy man. it. I know Jackson enjoys when we got some guys with us. He gets and, tired uh, of seeing daddy the whole time. He gets tired <laughs> of talking to daddy. So. Might be a good luck charm. Might be the good luck charm. So when we find that one really good luck charm, we're going to keep inviting yeah, him, huh, right. Jackson? Yeah. That's right. I'm already here. Well, to be honest So you kind of like on an interview today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be honest with you. I'm glad y'all killed this year because I know the last couple of years, I know I know Jackson's been, oh, uh, yeah. oh, daddy, we ain't killing nothing, you know. Yeah. Right, so. I mean, 
you know, good experience this year for y'all. Well, it's it's a, it's been a it's been a overall it's been a good year of public land for us. Yeah. Uh, but you know, yeah, we always kill some birds every yeah. year, but we just ain't had numbers the numbers, last couple the numbers, of years. Yeah. The, the seasons have been struggling, but yeah. you know, I think what helped us a lot this year is uh you know the water. We had water down here. Yeah. To where North Louisiana didn't have water, yeah. up the flyway, you know, with the nesting, you know, grounds this year, not having yeah. the water. If you had water this year, that helped a lot. Not That's to say good. that you were covered up in birds all yeah. year long, but if you bounced around, especially on public land, uh, between the marshes, between, you know, your timber, that type of stuff, um, you're able to put it together a season between, right. you know, rice fields, whatever it was, if you feel hunting, that type of stuff. Right. So, overall, you know, I, when I look back at it, and we're going to wrap this thing up next weekend with our last hunt. Um, yeah, we're happy. Overall, yeah. we're blessed. We feel very blessed that we had a good year. So, uh, like I said, got to do some some podcast episodes on location like we did last year. We really... We did we did the podcast deal last year uh, like this second split. Me and Jackson did a couple in the woods, yeah. uh, and, and we said we enjoyed that. We had a lot of good feedback, man, yeah. from uh, listeners on it, and they said, "Hey, we enjoyed doing that." And you know, early in the season, we were in the studio all year long doing it with guests. Oh, that's a little deal you got at your house. Yeah, yeah, we got that's a studio awesome, set man. up at home now. We got a little setup, and uh, we've been expanding on that. And uh, we did some work over the holidays, so when we go back to the studio, it's going to look a little different than what it did before. Yeah. Uh, you know, just a little, a little nicer, a little bit more professional, I guess you could say. But uh, and we got some, we got some pretty big guests that we talked to all season long that we were trying to coordinate times during duck season. But yeah. what we realized real quick was that it's hard to get everybody together for a studio podcast during the yeah, season. Yeah, scheduling is not easy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, when we off, we, we're hunting, and when they're off, they're hunting. And, yeah. you know, some of the guys that we got, which yeah. we'll talk about a little bit later, we'll introduce a couple of these guys, we'll mention their names to kind of promote them, but they're, they're national guys. Like, really? We, we watch a couple of the guys that we've been talking to on TV, you know? Yeah. And uh, we're fans of theirs, and we love what they're doing, and uh, – and we've talked throughout the season, and the problem is we said, you know what, we just might have to wait till after the season to kind of get everybody coordinated yeah. in order to bring a good show to, yeah. to the yeah. audience, you know? Yeah. And, and that's what we're going to end up doing. You hear him? You heard something? I heard some wood ducks. Did you? Yeah. Yep. It's getting, it's getting pretty close to that time. So. Six o'clock. So. Yeah, we could talk for hours, man. Like I said, we got some. Like maybe. I said, we've had some some really good hunts out here, and like I said, we've had some some not so good hunts. You know, what? what how old were you when you got into waterfowl hunting? I, to be honest with you, I um I did it a little bit whenever, like I said, I was about Jackson's age. Me and Papa, like I said, I think on the last podcast, I don't know if you had noticed, but we uh or I had said that uh, we used to have a camp down in Manshack. Yeah, I remember that. We talked side, about that last on the other year. Side by uh, Rudolph. Yeah. Yep. And uh, me and Papa, we used to, uh, but we never really threw decoys out. We would always kind of just uh, kind of park the boat out and uh, the cut, and we would really be kind of uh, squirrel hunting sometimes. And then he goes, hey, you know, this is a good spot for ducks. And then we would change out the shells, um, and then we would just kind of sit in the back of a pocket. Yeah. And uh, That call for Jack. The wood ducks, you just sit there in your boat, and they just fly to you. You know the wood ducks. The wood ducks. Yeah, there was so many of them yeah. out there. You so know, you started out wood duck hunting. Wood duck hunting. Yeah, and um, I really, like I said, I really got into it. Uh, and like I said, between I don't know from that twelve to as you guys out of high school. Yeah. I kind of really, I kind of mostly deer hunted. You know, squirrel hunted. You know, we kind of did that kind of deal. And uh, right after high school, like I said, lean them. We're kind of doing a little bit. I think that's when me and you met the first time. Probably, yeah. When Dustin was. had the little deal behind his house. It was. 
That we were coming say, out here when I was with my dad when I was growing up. Yeah. From Villeplatte, it was only about an hour drive for us to come here. We'd hunt here. Wait, how long was that? I'd say, what, 2008? When we met. Six, let's see, yeah, right, right around, probably. Yeah, yeah, right in that, that time frame. So I would say I'd probably been duck hunting since about, oh, shit, that's probably longer than I thought it would be. Probably 08. Yeah. You know, so I mean. Is that when at, you started kind of on your own, seriously? Yeah, right? yeah. Gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, yep. What what attracted you to it, man? What 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 got you hooked? You, know you remember really, that you moment? Know, you know what it really was? Was that the ability to shoot something flying? Really, on the wing. It was a challenge. Yeah, it was a challenge. It's not easy. Kind of like a game. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's basically like a game yeah. and how you play it. You know, and as when I first started off, man, I used to get so excited. I mean, I could spray and not even come close to him. <laughs> we then, all uh, start out. Yeah, like you that. start off like that. And you're like, man, I, I can't just get you know, and you keep trying, keep trying, and then when all of a sudden you nail one. And it gets easier and easier yeah. and easier and easier. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know, like I said, then, like I said, we come, we started coming out here, venturing off a little bit. And um, it just kind of, like I said, I had we had that one good hunt in 14A, and it just clicked. Yeah, that was the, that's the one that you keep referencing. That's yeah. the one that locked you in. I'm telling, I've like. never seen you shoot at ducks and literally fly, make the tree line, and you can see them. And they're coming back. They come right back. Yeah, that's, that's a magical day. You don't that's, get that often. And it was by mistake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you were hooked at that point. So you were exposed to it, like most of us are. Wood duck yeah. hunt at early age. Oh yeah, age. early age then, wood duck. Yeah. And then eventually, when you got into college and stuff like that, or high school, you got into it and you got yeah. hooked on it. And then once we got a, got our own jobs, we was able to afford the boats and. Yeah, man, we things. were shitting in high cotton at that point. Yeah. You start, you can start affording you good know, stuff. And and looking back at it now, I kind of wish I kept my little boat that I had. I, I did a little work too, and I had it. I did nice. Yeah, you had a good setup. I had man. a good little setup and. Uh, I, I don't remember. Oh, I wanted to get in bass. But I, you never notice you kind of go through a phase where oh. you're like, man, you start duck hunting and bass season kicks right up. You're like, man, I want a bass fish. Man, if, and if, all of a sudden you're driven into chasing those green trout. You know, that's it. That's it. If you get hooked on that bad tournament bass fishing deal, yeah, that's usually a bug that you go through for yeah. a while. And some guys that never shake it, like we never shake duck hunting. You know, yeah. um, you know, we just man, it's funny how you 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 experience something like that and then. You just never give it up after that, yeah. you know. Yep. And uh, and and other things you experience it and you you do it for a while and then you give it up cold turkey and you do yeah. you end up going back to something you love. I'm telling you right now, I used to be a hell of a golfer. Yeah, I love golf, man, but you can't do it all. I can't do it. I can't do it all. You know, I you know I just uh, shit, we was uh, cleaning up the house the other day and I seen my golf clubs. My thing like they don't had dust on. I said, yeah. it's been a while since I swung the golf club. You know, I used to play like that was actually something I did when I was that. Way younger than about Hudson's age. Yeah. Me and my uh, my dad, we used to go golfing all the time. And when I got to high school, you can't play everything. So I kind of, you know, kind of got away from it. And then uh, right when we was in college, you know, I, I never forget this. And uh, I don't know if you ever heard this story, but uh, I think we went to go play golf one time with Dustin and Lee and everybody. And uh, I think Austin visiting that was, uh, well, we was on River Parish and we went to Pelican Point. Uh-huh. Man, like, man. Y'all any good at this? I'm like, no, nah, I'm not that good. You know, I knew I, I knew how to play. You over there sandbagging. I'm sandbagging. I said, man, I, want, I almost want to be like, hey, man, let's play for a little money. Yeah, <laughs> damn hustler. <laughs> little hustler, you know. And uh, it didn't take but two holes for them to realize, hey, this dude's legit. Legit. This dude's legit. <laughs> He's fucking lying to us. Over here. So yeah, after that, man, we uh, we used to play in a couple <laughs> golf scrambles and you know, oh, just yeah. oh man, good times, man. Golf's an addicting game oh, too, yeah. you know. That could be a. 
So I love it myself. When I was in college at LSU, man, I'd play four days a week if I could. You know what I used to do? Uh, I had a good gig going on. I was at LSU, you know, on like a Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah. For like this time of year, baseball season starting up. So I used to get done, I don't know, 12 o'clock. Yeah. And uh, I'd go play around the golf. And by that time, it's three something. You know, I'd get something to eat while I'm right there. I just go hook up and go to a baseball game, make a day out of it. Yeah, hell know? yeah, man. That was good. And look, Back in them you days, like, you didn't have nothing to worry about. I mean, look, if you were a student over there, it used to be like 12, 13 bucks for golf. Uh-huh. I can get a ticket to the baseball game since I was a student, 10 bucks. Yeah, cheap. So, I mean, you know, between food and everything, you spend, what, 40 bucks? You That's play around the golf you and watch the baseball it. game? I mean, you couldn't beat it, man. It was awesome. Hey, I remember at LSU, when I was at LSU, you know, as a student, we'd get season tickets, man, the whole season, 50 bucks. Oh, yeah. For, at one time, it was 30 bucks. And then, you know, I graduated in 02. Uh, in that time frame, and uh, man, it was fifty bucks when I my senior year that I had. You could buy <laughs> season tickets. Yeah, yeah, that's whistlers. That's uh, that's whistlers. Mexican whistlers. Huh? Uh huh. They got them back here. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Buddy yeah, of ours. I thought, they, I thought they were the first. Buddy of ours killed a bandit one last year in here. Really? Yep. So I thought they were the first. Two, they were the first he killed. Well, he killed a he killed a bandit gadwall and then killed a bandit whistler. You heard that clear as day. Did you see a group of yeah. whistlers like? Yeah, I thought they were the first to migrate. Uh, hey, you talk about some good eating. That's some good eating. It's basically like chickens. It's be- oh, <laughs> 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 hey, it's a pretty duck too, man. It's it is. really is a pretty duck. Probably this time of the year, it's got all its colors on. Oh yeah, they're beautiful gorgeous, ducks, man. Right? But uh, they stay back here. I think they kind of nest back here when they show up and they stay here through the winter unless it's really, really cold, oh, yeah. which right now is cold, but, I mean, sounds like they still got a few here, so. Well, definitely cold. something that just passed by. That's right. It was, that's what it was. I've heard enough of them back here to, to know. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah. what you said, Jackson? I said if you see a group of, a group of whistlers, 10% of the time there's usually one in that group with a band on it. Cause, yeah. Because, like, if you see a group, it's like one of them usually has a band Jackson on it. Jackson did his research on them whistlers. He kind of he kind of looked that up. Somebody, I want to say they get kind of shot up a little bit by mistake during teal season. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're, usually, yeah. they're <laughs> usually the first to migrate. By mistake in quotations. Yeah, mistake, yeah. By mistake. So. Well, it's but, a uh, well, guys, we, uh, we're getting pretty close now. We're about 20 minutes out, so we're going to go ahead and end the podcast here this week. Uh, and we're going to hunker down and get ready to uh, hopefully maybe get a couple of birds, yeah, hopefully early on. So, uh, But, yeah, go check us out on, on YouTube, guys. We're going to try to get some footage for you all today. And uh, we hope you all have enjoyed this episode. I know we enjoyed. Hey, thank you for having me. Man, glad to have you. It's great to see you. And I'm glad, look, Jackson's trying to give you a fist bump. Oh, I didn't see We're trying to, uh, glad you could join us, man, on the hunt today. And uh, hopefully everybody enjoyed having Casey on the show with us. And as always, Jackson, thank you for being on with us. Uh, but check us out, guys, on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, our YouTube channel. And uh, we appreciate you guys. If you could give us a thumbs up on the podcast, we'd appreciate it. So until next time, this is Jacob, Jackson, and Casey with Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors. We'll see y'all outdoors soon. Y'all have a good one, guys. Tired of looking for that perfect hunting or fishing boat only to see that it's out of stock at your nearest dealer? Well, welcome to Game Changer Boats. We specialize in custom aluminum hunting and fishing boats. If you can dream it, Game Changer Boats can build it. Top quality craftsmanship and attention to detail is what we guarantee our customers. And we are proudly built right here in Louisiana. You can visit us on Facebook at Game Changer Boats 
or email us directly at GameChangerBoats at Yahoo.com. Contact Game Changer Boats and let's see what we can build for you. Hey guys, Jacob with Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors. Are you looking to protect or give your firearm a fresh look? If so, let Wrap It Up Cajun Customs take care of it for you. We specialize in custom vinyl wraps in your favorite patterns, from mossy oak and real tree, as well as many others. Request a quote now by visiting us on Facebook at Wrap It Up Cajun Customs, or give us a call at 985-687-3953. This episode is also brought to you by Benoit Performance Baits. Bait and tackle for all your fishing needs. Benoit Performance Baits offers some of the best soft plastics for bass, sackalay, and saltwater fishing. Whether it's a day on the water trying to catch a mess of fish for a family fish fry or a heavy bag to win a tournament, we have what you need and what the fish want. Visit us on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok to place your order now. <laughs> 